0: Welcome to Gav Session. My name is Gavin Foster, and I am a K 8 music teacher from Ontario, Canada. I love music, I love technology, I love my job, and I love sharing my successes and my learning. Check it out, and thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of Gav Session. Uh, This episode I'm entitling My First Failure. So um, this episode is going to take us back to, um, uh, this is October the 22nd. And, uh, and this is the first time, yeah, I tried something um, with my students that didn't quite work. So um, I'm going to get to that in the uh, third part of our session. But uh, in the first part of our session here, I'm going to share with you a little bit of, uh, of, of what's going on um music wise this week in our school. So I'm going to introduce you to something uh, I wrote. It's about, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, something called a, uh, a mumble rap, which is just a really quick way to uh, to, to make a, a hip hop or a rap recording where you don't actually say real words. You just kind of mumble. with blah, 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 blah. So anyway, have a listen. Here is my mumble rap. Oh, man, okay. I know it's just a silly little 30-second segment, but uh, it was something I wanted to start with my students. So they had said they wanted to do some hip-hop and create some hip-hop, so I kind of did some searching online and said, well, this looks like the easiest way to start is with one of these mumble raps. So uh, I'm going to tell my listening audience kind of how I did that. So first of all, um, today's episode is brought to you in part by the good folks at Soundtrap. So you can go to Soundtrap.com and sign up for a free Soundtrap account. Uh, It is a program for um, creating music. It is a a digital audio workstation. It's a DAW. Uh, It's great for podcasting. It is great for um, online recording. It's a web-based DAW. It's a really, really cool program. I can't say enough about it. if you're interested in learning more about Soundtrap, check out uh, gavsession.com and you'll see uh, I've done a couple of training sessions on Soundtrap including some uh, some how-to videos, but it's a great program. Anyway, so I did some Google searching online uh, and I found that Soundtrap um, was a great program to create mumble raps. So the first thing I found was uh, I found a video of this kid um, showing you how to Make a Mumble Wrap in Less Than Five Minutes. So if you're interested in checking out the video that I found, uh, I'm going to have you go to G-A-V-I-N-Z-O. That's gavinzo.com uh, slash mumble, M-U-M-B-L-E. So G-A-V-I-N-Z-O dot slash M-U-M-B-L-E, gavinzo.com slash mumble, will take you to the YouTube video that I watched. It is a four-minute and 40-second video of how to make a mumble rap. So I kind of watched that video and kind of figured it out. Um, that same time, uh, same same day, I did some other Google searching, uh, and I found another video that was how to use Soundtrap to create um, the same type of bass that uh, the uh, hip-hop artist Drake would use in his music so it kind of shows you how to start with uh, one of the sort of pre-arranged bass sounds that's there and then it shows you how to um, how to how to um, make your bass sound like the stuff in Drake's music so if you heard my sample there there's kind of that f- kind of funky bass right near the beginning so if you want to check out that video go to gavinzo.com slash. Drake Bass, all one word. So that's G-A-V-I-N-Z-O dot C-O-M slash D-R-A-K-E-B-A-S-S. So Drake Bass will take you to that YouTube video uh, and show you how to make that bass. So yeah, basically, I just kind of sat in my basement and I uh, threw together um, a uh, a drum track real super fast. I I grabbed that Drake Bass and just kind of played it out on a little MIDI keyboard, and then uh, I I found a hip-hop chords loop in Soundtrap. They have all these loops that you can, excuse me, get for free, Uh, and I found this um, chords loop that just plays those little piano chords over and over again, and then um, my rap itself, most of what I said were names of fruit, so I said like apples, pears, watermelons, kind of mumbled, so I went like, I to the uh, to And I didn't really say much. I just kind of mumbled and mumbled. It was kind of my sort of Bob Dylan and Tom Waits and Dr. John impression all kind of woven into one. And it came up with that, you know, little 15 second rap that I did. And I shared it with my kids. So, yeah, if you want to make a, a mumble rap, I guarantee you they're not hard to make. And uh, you don't need to be particularly musical. And using a program like Soundtrap is great because it has all those loops already pre- built in for drums and bass and all kinds of stuff. Anybody can do it. All right. Yeah, I know. I'm playing around with the effects today on Anchor, but it kind of makes it fun for me. Anyway, so this section, I'm going to talk about kind of what happened uh with my two classes doing my project today. Um so for people just kind of tuning in, um I have two grade 7 classes, two grade 7 music classes who um I have basically thrown the curriculum right out the door, taken all my long range plans and shredded them up. Uh these two classes are embarking on something totally new where they want to do um Uh, a creation long range project where we kind of investigate different types of stories and find a way to tell them uh, using um, music. And and, uh, one class is thinking very much. They want to do hip hop uh, and the other class isn't quite sure. So anyway, um, I brought this mumble wrap to the first class today because I had this idea that uh, if I could do it in five minutes, um, we as a class could do it in, in, you know, in 40 minutes quite well. Um, And so I got it all kind of set up and I said, "Okay, first thing we're going to do is uh, we're going to get a drum track. So I grabbed uh, I grabbed one of my uh, one of my students. Uh, and I said, hey, do you want to build a drum track? And the kid's like, okay, great. And so he kind of came up and I showed him how to use uh, an online drum machine from, uh, from Soundtrap. And he just didn't know what to do. And so he ended up making something that didn't have a beat or a pulse. And it was just kind of noise. And he didn't really know which instrument was which. So I was trying to help him through it. But uh, I- I've also got, you know, 20 kids who are, sort of a behavior issue at the best of times. Um, and they were going a little crazy. So I kind of left him to build his uh, his drum track, and just kind of t- t- chatted at the kids a bit about the project. Uh, I grabbed Bart, who uh, you'll remember is the kid that kind of started this whole project for me. And I said, okay, Bart, you're going to be my rapper today. And he kind of like lost the color in his face. He's like, oh, wait, I got a what? I'm like, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna do your rap skills today. I want you to like put your money where your mouth is. You're the one that was talking the big game last week about wanting to rap. So you're gonna rap with me today. And he kinda shrunk into his chair and like I don't think he was quite ready to be put on the spot like that. So anyway, I got my uh I got my uh, my first kid there who was building the the drum track. He kind of comes up with something that isn't great but it kind of worked and i said okay so now i'm gonna have you guys put in a drake baseline and so uh i grabbed my uh my akai mini pro uh uh, midi controller which if you don't know what that is you're welcome to google the akai um, mark ii mini pro it's a really cool little tiny um, midi controller Um, and i'd already sort of pre-controlled it's got these um uh these pads up top like these 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 pad controllers. And I already pre did them so that uh, uh, it was a a pentatonic scale. So there was no way that my students could play a wrong note. So I called up this, uh, this other kid, we'll call him Rod. And I said, Hey, uh, hey, Rod, so do you want to be my bass? And this is a kid who's taken piano lessons before and has has a bit of musical background. And uh, he got really scared and said, No, I don't think so. And I said, "Come on! All you got to do is just kind of like hit these, you know, few buttons up here, and it makes some sound." And he kind of shied away. So I opened it up to the room, and I was like, "Anyone else want to, you know, come up and play the bass line?" And none of them really wanted to do it. And then uh, one of the girls came up. So uh, so I had uh, <clears throat> I had Sally come up, and uh, she sat down and tried to make it work, but again, she didn't have like a a rhythm in mind and had never written any kind of melody or any kind of music at all by the sound of it. And so she was like, I don't know, when I randomly push buttons, I guess I do it with a musician's background and a musician's ear, and I have a vague understanding of of how it's all supposed to go. So when I make stuff up on the fly in a pentatonic scale, sounds pretty passable. Um, When these kids did it, it just didn't sound right. And I was getting a little discouraged. So <clears throat> we struggled and struggled. Uh, eventually, we ended up with something that was like, again, not great, but kind of a passable baseline to start. And I said, you know what? Let's throw the mumble in. And then maybe with the mumble, we'll be able to, uh, to move past that. So I called up Bart. And I said, okay, so here's how a mumble rap works. I said, you need a sentence. Your sentence can be like, yeah, yeah, I'm the king of all. Your sentence can be, I like donuts. Your sentence can be like, my mom is really cool. Your sentence can be like, your mom is totally uncool. Whatever your sentence wants to be. And I said, your sentence can contain all kinds of profanity if you want. Because when you say it, you don't say any word clearly. So nothing comes out. It's all just mumbles. So I talked him through apples, peaches, pears, and plums, and said, the apples, and the peaches, and the pears, and the plum, and the apples, and the apples and the plum, and the apples, and I kind of showed him what to do, and <clears throat> he wouldn't do it. He clammed right up, and uh, and then the class got really kind of noisy and chatty, and so I kind of said to him privately, I said, why don't I leave you here with a microphone and like some headphones, and uh, and, and you can just kind of go ahead and do something. And so he's like, yeah, okay, I'll figure something out. So I went back to the class who were kind of, I was kind of losing focus at that point, And we were starting to lose control because even though we were doing this together, there was only one or two students at a time doing anything. And the rest were supposed to be kind of listening. And now that I say that out loud, I realize what a mistake that was, especially with this group. And it just wasn't going to work. So <clears throat> anyway, so he goes and uh, I kind of get the class to a point where they're, Uh, a little bit quiet and I said, okay, let's, let's go back and let's check on Bart and see what he's done. So uh, I kind of went back to him and he kind of shook his head. No at me and kind of waved his finger. And uh, I said, Oh, did you do it? You know what happened? And he said, uh, he said, I don't like my voice, Mr. F. He's like, I, my voice is really high. And it is true. He's a grade seven boy whose voice hasn't broken yet. So even though he's kind of an unruly, uh, kid in the class and he disturbs a lot of people and he curses and swears a lot and he thinks he's pretty gangster. Um, he, uh, he said, I, I really don't want to do this. I don't, I don't want to hear my own voice because I don't want the class to hear it. They're going to make fun of me because I have this high little voice. And so I was saying, Oh no, it's okay. We've got all these like Audio effects and we can like do stuff to your voice, we can make it echoey, we can like drop the pitch on it, we can do all kinds of stuff to it. And he just said, No, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do it. And then <clears throat> I kind of opened it up to the class. I said, Do I have any other, you know, budding rappers out there who want to come up and just try a couple little mumbles with me? And then I had a couple people volunteer, and again, once I pushed that record button, they clammed up and they didn't rap anything in a rhythm. I think the closest I got was uh, one of the girls in the class, uh, Sherry. She came up and she went, um, uh, 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 and I said, that's not rapping. That's just kind of moaning. Like I said, you have to, you have to give me some rhythm to it. And <clears throat> with that, the bell rang and it was time to go. And we hadn't like cleaned up or debriefed or anything. And the class left. And I was just like, horribly, horribly deflated. Yeah, so by the end of that first class I was I was just really deflated and really um worn down and I I, I kind of knew I had to go back to the drawing board and start all over again because I knew that this had been a giant tremendous failure. Um, and as the next class was coming in, which conveniently enough happens to be the second grade seven class, they're always back to back on uh, on the day that I see them. And so um, the second class came in and really quickly, I was like, okay, guys, uh, very quickly grab the chairs that are on the floor. And let's make another quick circle. The kids are like, we're doing another circle than we do one last week. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but let's just, let's just get the circle together real quick. Um, and so really quickly on the fly, uh, as the grade sevens were putting stuff together, I, uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to do something different with this group because th- I got to come up with a new plan. This is kind of a failure, um, and so this class had already asked me uh, uh, the week before. They had we'd been talking about um, one of Gord Downie's final albums called The Secret Path, and that's that's a whole podcast onto itself. But um, Gord Downie was the lead singer of a Canadian band named The Tragically Hip. He passed away uh, October 17th, I believe. Uh, last year, 2017. Um, And the year before that, um, Gord had released a 10-song solo album. It's kind of a folk album, more or less, uh, about the story of um, an Aboriginal boy named Channy Wenjack, who uh, was 12 years old and had died. He froze to death, running away from his um, uh, school in Canada, running away from his residential school. And it's this really beautiful album, and it's something that, I have drawn a lot of inspiration from, and it's something I'm very, very passionate about. Um, but anyway, um, that particular day, which was October 22nd, um, it was secret path week and secret path week, uh, began on October 17th, I believe, and finished on October 22nd. Um, and so I said, well, you know what, guys, today is the end of Secret Path week, so we're going to take some time today. We're going to talk about uh, the Secret Path story and talk about how music is used uh, to tell that story. <clears throat> and so I um, I know the album very well. So I quickly went and grabbed my guitar off the wall. I played uh, a track for them, uh, and we talked a little bit about Secret Path and talked about how um, the story of Chani Wenjack had happened 50 years ago and Gord didn't know the story and didn't know channy and the boy the two men had never met yet somehow 50 years later this story came to Gord's attention um and he said like this is a story i need to tell and so i talked a lot about that with the kids about how um often you will find a story and you'll kind of say to yourself this is such a great story even if, even if it's a terrible story it, like it is a it is a it is a magnificent story that needs to be told it is a story that has been forgotten or a story that has been brushed under the carpet or a story that has been erased that you've somehow come into contact with and and I said that those are the stories we're searching for <clears throat> we're searching for these wonderful stories that uh, haven't been told so that we can get a chance to tell them and so the, the the kids are really into the secret path. And so we were able to talk for 40 minutes without a problem with them asking questions and me telling them what I knew. And again, I sang a little bit with them and they sort of understood a little bit about how Gord used his musical talents to help tell somebody else's story. And we didn't talk much about it, but we talked a little bit about um, illusion and how um, sometimes you can't just tell a story outright. You have to, say things in a certain kind of musical vague way so that the audience can put some, uh, some of it together, especially if it's a, if it's a a nasty story kind of like Channy's was where there's a lot of loneliness and a lot of abuse and a lot of sadness and a lot of very dark emotions. Um, you don't always want to just come out and say it. Sometimes you want to allude to things in different ways. So we talked a bit about that. Anyway, that was a, uh, was a success. The class liked that. They understood the idea of talking about stories. Um, And I kind of let them go with, now next week, we are going to start creating something. It won't necessarily be creating something for our project or our story. It might be, but I'm going to give you guys some tools to start uh, creating. So anyway, I left at the end of uh, of those two classes. And I knew that my plan to do a mumble rap had been a bad plan. And uh, it just, it was going to be too much for them to bite off and chew all in one lesson. So I said, okay, I'm going to take it back and we're going to scale it back step by step by step. And so I said, well, the first thing we did was we built a little drum track, a little beat that the kids in theory could rap over or could add other music to. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go back to the drawing board and next week we're going to just do a drum track. And then I kind of went home and said, I wonder if Soundtrap is the way to go. So I did some investigating, and actually, even though Soundtrap has a great drum machine and a really good beat maker, I decided to investigate a a different program, and I'm going to talk about that in next week's podcast. So next week's podcast is going to be on creating a drum track, and that's what I started with these kids, and uh, I'm happy to say that one was a success. So we'll be talking about that in our next podcast. Uh, But yeah, that's kind of what happened uh, to us this week. So the fourth part of this podcast is kind of going to be my reflection. And I think I've already said a lot of it, so I'm not going to go too long onto this. But so my reflection is pretty simple. Um, What takes me five minutes to do by myself does not take 40 minutes for me to lead uh, a green class of students who've never touched something through. So just because you can do something really quickly doesn't mean that um, your students are going to have anywhere to go. Um, It's also given me a chance to kind of reevaluate myself as a musician. And um, I, I've always had some doubts about my own musical abilities and musical talents. I'm not a performer, that kind of stuff. But um, I think I figured out this week that just the amount of music that's been in my life, clearly I can sit down and I can create a working drum beat or a working bass line or a working rhythmic vocalization fairly quickly and I didn't realize that not everybody could do that the same way I can. Um, Even if I try to make things super easy, such as setting up a pentatonic scale, if my kids don't have any background in improvising and don't have any real rhythm patterns in their head to, to play along with, this is a really daunting, challenging exercise for them. So I've decided to kind of break stuff down and say, what do I need to, uh, or, or or what steps do I take when I make these? So for making um, a drum track, I think I'm going to start with a skeleton frame for them and be like, here is just you know your your bass drum on every beat. Or, or, you know, I'll throw in something to start with for the, um, when it comes time to put in bass lines and things like that, I think I'm actually going to give the students some rhythms. I'll give them some rhythm cards. I've got, I've got cardboard rhythm cards and say like, I want you to play this rhythm on this keyboard and then they actually will have something to play. So I'm going to give them some scaffolding. I think that's where I'm going to start with creating. They need some scaffolds. So that's good to know. Um, second, I... And this, this, is, this is both good and bad. And that is, when it comes to storytelling, I can storytell for a while. I can talk about Secret Path for 40 minutes without batting an eye. And my students will ask a lot of questions and I will do my best to answer. But at the end of the day, it isn't really about me talking. And it's not necessarily even about them asking questions about the story that I'm telling. It's about... Finding ways to uncover stories that aren't known yet. So, I think what I'm going to do moving forward is because I, I had this vision of me bringing stories to the kids and us just looking at different ways stories are told. And I mean, some of my favorite storytellers are people like Harry Chapin. Uh, he's a folk singer, um, or, or Gordon Lightfoot from Canada. Uh, that's a really well-told story. Um, and I thought I kind of had this vision of me doing a lot of singing for my class where we talk about how these stories are told and how they're put together. But I think what I need to do is really shorten that aspect. I do think they need to hear stories told by other people. I do think they need to hear musical stories being told. But if the key aspect is to get them to uncover a story that isn't told yet, I can't be investing 40 minute classes in going over somebody else's story they've already told. So I think what we're going to be doing um, today or or what we're going to be doing from now on is, yeah, I'll be doing short versions of performing and maybe get them to do a really short reflection. And then I want to do more, digging and more creating. Especially, I want to see if I can get these kids to give me some of their personal family stories and and give it to me that way. I think that's where we're going to go. Uh, I've also discovered that Soundtrap is a fantastic program and it's really easy and intuitive for me to use, not always intuitive and easy for a 12-year-old. So um, again, I'm going to have to do maybe some more um, help videos and some more step-by-step tutorials with the kids for using that program. And also, I'm going to investigate some other programs because, yes, Soundtrap will do a cool drum track, but there's lots of programs that will do it out there. And part of my mission as a um, <clears throat> Google certified trainer is to find other programs out there, other tech tools that will do different specific jobs. So I'm going to do some looking around for um different types of music production things that are out there for the kids to work. So that's kind of my reflection of where I'm going this week. Uh, I will come back to you uh, within a few days and give you what happened on October 30th, which is the next time uh, I saw this group of kids and I'm happy to say that time was a success. So um, we'll come through and then hopefully within the next week or two, I will have caught up. Uh, Today is November the 13th and I'm hoping that within the next week or two, I'll have caught up. So I'll be able to turn this into a weekly, podcast. And we'll just talk about what happened kind of every week and how it went. So thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate you guys listening to Gav's session through uh, the anchor app. Don't forget if you're listening to me on anchor, uh, you can actually leave like voicemails. You can leave audio questions and like, like, and I can put them right into my show if I want, or I can just respond to you. Um, I also got a note from Anchor this week that says that the Gab Session podcast is available virtually everywhere. Um, so now you can go to um, <clears throat> iTunes Podcasts or you can go to Google Podcasts. You can go to Zencaster. You can go to Stitcher. You can go to Pocket Cast. You can go to all these different places uh, and it's there. Uh, and finally, I would just like to... Um, give a really big shout out again to voice Ed radio who has reached out to me already and said that they are hoping that the GAV session podcast can be part of the voice Ed radio community so you'll be able to check me out there really soon as well thank you so much for tuning in and uh, i will talk to everybody later thanks for stopping by Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking out this week's Gav session. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out all of my podcasts available from the Anchor app or from Anchor FM. Anybody can make a podcast in just a few minutes from Anchor FM. If you like what you heard today, please check out the rest of my online personality. You can message me on Twitter at GavSession or check me out at GavSession.com or YouTube.com slash GavSession. Thanks for stopping by.